Good morning, and we welcome to the program for the first time, Bill Wozniak with Invest Ed. Good morning to you, Bill. Good morning. And, of course, Invested, it's capital I, capital N, V-E-S-T, capital E-D. Now, uh, Bill, what can you uh, tell us about this organization? So, Invested has actually been around since the uh, early 80s. And in all this time, the focus has been on helping Hoosier students with post-secondary education funding. And so, all the different things over the years that have changed and all the different ways that students have needed help, right up to just now with all the changes going on as well. So a not-for-profit based in Carmel, uh, we cover the entire state and try to do all the different things to help Hoosiers get more education beyond high school with less student loan debt. And, of course, that has been a a topic uh, lately with the uh, student debt uh, relief, uh, shall we say. And uh, uh, how has that affected uh, Invested, uh, if at all? It's affected us because a lot of the people that we help, both looking backwards and forward, have a lot of questions. So the majority of things that we're doing right now are all the different ways that we help people with the debt they have, the debt they're trying to avoid, the education they're trying to get. And so when a program like this is announced, or like the pause on the federal student loan repayment that has been going on for a couple of years, people have a lot of questions. And so our phones ring and people say, do I have to do something? Do I not do something? What, what is the best thing for me to do or not do uh, so that I'm in a good place with the loans that I have or I get the forgiveness? Or now the questions, of course, are looking forward. Okay, for this current year, does it impact? For next year, is it going to impact? Is there going to be additional forgiveness? So it really creates a lot of questions for families across the state. Yeah, and that kind of drives toward my, my next question and how the uh, the pandemic affected uh, what you and uh, your colleagues do there. I mean, I'm, I imagine that you uh, fielded uh, calls and emails uh, regularly uh, throughout the pandemic, especially when uh, students were not in class. Absolutely. So the questions would come in as we look back maybe a year or two. The questions were, should I make any payment? Should I just sit here and wait for... Uh, news of what's going to happen next, or is it good to make payments at this point? Those types of questions would come in. And then questions about, well, how do we fund this current year of college or, you know, the training that I'm getting? How How do we best do that? And so with this pause going on, it just added additional questions on top of the questions that people already had. And then now looking forward, what what do we do next? What is the best thing to do for a family in the upcoming year? And when things are sort of a little open-ended or things are up in the air, people have more questions and a bit of anxiety. You know, obviously uh, you help uh, students and their families, but I understand that uh, Invested is also a uh, really good resource for guidance counselors. So school counselors across Indiana work with us. We um, help out over 200 of the Indiana schools in different ways. And so counselors will reach out to us uh, for booking of programming. So for the ninth or 10th graders, how to get started and start the proper planning for what's going to happen after high school. And then as you get to junior year, things get a little more intense. And then senior year, of course, you're finalizing your financial aid. You're filling out the FAFSA. You're getting award letters from the schools. And so we work very closely with the school counselors across the state 
on programming and question answering. We'll get the que- a question in the middle of the day. A counselor will call us and say, uh, I have a student right here. How do we deal with this? And we're just happy to be that resource and partner with uh, the counselors at the schools all across Indiana. Now, as far as the um, financial aid packages and loans and things of that nature, uh, is uh, InvestEd involved in things like that? Oh, absolutely. So over the years, counselors have specifically asked us for different types of programming. Uh, The question came up years ago, how about we get something going three or four years out uh, from college or from uh, post-high school life? And so we started adding that type of programming. And then we went up through the FAFSA completion and the uh, senior year financial aid nights and all that. But then the next thing that came on the table was these award letters where families would look at three, four, five award letters, and they wouldn't be exactly sure um, the details of some of them. What is a loan? What is a grant? What has to be repaid? What are the terms? And so uh, we started helping in this area as well so that the family understands what they're looking at. They can compare apples to apples, uh, and they can make the most informed decision that's best for their family. And I was uh, looking at the... um investedindiana.org website and see that they have the InvestEd student loan. And uh, can you explain that a little bit, please, Bill? Absolutely. So after grants and after scholarships and after institutional money that the schools provide, which is billions of dollars every year, you want to look at those areas first. You want to file the FAFSA. If you then need a loan, you want to look at the federal student loan, the, the loan for students. And so you want to go all these different steps, and that's where we focus our energy. That's what we're doing with the schools, and that's where we're working with the families. At the very end, there may still be a gap. There still may be dollars needed, even after you've done all these things properly. And that's when a family has to make a decision, what is best here? What what should I do now? And like currently this year, the federal parent loan is over 7.5% with a 4.2% fee. And so in some cases, that's the best last option for families, um, and it is absolutely something to be considered. Uh, But other times, uh, that's not the best rate, and that's not something um, that is the only option for many families. And so we have this option available, and uh, it has helped a lot of Hoosiers uh, over the last four or five years, but it has to be done in the proper place, you do not want to skip scholarship or grant money um, and take a loan instead. That's that's not the way to go about it. Okay, so again, uh, this is InvestEd. Uh, you've got uh, not only expert uh, financial help uh, to students, families, and guidance counselors, but uh, really the best part about it, it seems like your services are free. Completely free expert help. People on our team uh, have been uh, the financial aid director at, at – uh, uh, different Indiana colleges and universities. We have people that work for the Commission of Higher Ed. We partner very closely with the Commission for Higher Ed on all these different literacy and advising uh, programs throughout the year. Uh, but yeah, the expertise, uh, the the pace of reply from our team, and uh, we've been told very, very friendly uh, team members um, are definitely something that we like to let people know about. Yes. And as far as uh, points of contact, uh, Bill, uh, how can folks uh, get a hold of uh, you and the other folks at InvestEd? The fastest way is if someone just gives a call to 317-715-9007, 
Um, if some, but somebody will most likely just pick up the phone, and if they don't, you just leave a voicemail and get in the queue, and then we work that uh, uh, that process every single day so that people get their questions answered. And we also have an email address, and that is outreach at investedindiana.org. And so people sometimes just like to shoot a note. They shoot a note. They go need FAFSA help or something like that. <laughs> and then we just reply and get back to people, and, and we understand, and off we go. All right, and so with that, uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and uh, take a quick time out, and then we'll shift gears in uh, speaking of FAFSA. We'll uh, take a look at that, and also um, College Goals Sunday, as we continue our conversation with Bill Wozniak with InvestEd, and it's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Bill Wozniak with InvestEd. And as we uh, talked about uh, previously, alluded to right before the break, Bill, FAFSA. And uh, can you explain what FAFSA is, the initials, and uh, why it's important? The FAFSA is the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, and it is the gateway to just about every type of financial aid for education. It says in the title federal, but it is used by the schools to do their work. It is used by the state of Indiana uh, to do its work. And, of course, it is used by uh, the Department of Education and the federal government to do their work. So the FAFSA is the starting point, and it is such a critically important form to file uh, so that you are in position and eligible uh, for the funds that you qualify for. And uh, I was speaking with a uh, local lawmaker in our area um, several months ago, and uh, she had talked about the importance of FAFSA and the fact that it seems like uh, a lot of students uh, tend to leave uh, tons of money on the table that uh, they don't take advantage of the service. That is absolutely correct. We talk with families all throughout the year, every year, about filing the FAFSA. And some families just choose not to file the FAFSA, and that is their choice. Uh, But... A lot of times, families, students don't realize that the institutional money, the money from the schools, uh, is part of this process as well. And so somebody may know or have a really good idea that they're not going to get the federal Pell Grant. Uh, they may not be a 21st century scholar family here in Indiana, which um, that, that's the case. That's often the case, and that's fine. But there are other programs like the generous O'Bannon Grant, which has helped tens of thousands of families over the years, and there are grants from the schools themselves. And when you file the FAFSA and you put yourself in position, and all of a sudden you see maybe four, five, seven, eight, ten thousand dollars $10,000 on your award letter that comes from the school, oftentimes that is a requirement that the FAFSA be filed. Some scholarships require the FAFSA to be filed. And so, yes, it comes up all the time. Families choose not to file. Um, it happens, and because of that, uh, free money, dollars that would come uh, off the top uh, for the cost of education uh, get left on the table, and sometimes that's a, uh, an inflator. It's an item that increases the amount of student loan debt uh, some students have, 
And so we try to fight that every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, uh, seeing some of the uh, reasons why families don't file for FAFSA, for example, they feel like uh, the family makes too much money, so they won't qualify for aid. Only students with good grades get financial aid. Uh, the form's too hard to fill out, or they're uh, too old to qualify for financial aid. But uh, there's, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's other uh, myths that uh, you and everybody else encounters about uh, financial aid, and in particular the FAFSA. There are different reasons across all the different groups. There's no group in our society that doesn't have a reason that they don't file the FAFSA. Like we try to summarize sometimes, those that might not have very much. Um, are often resistant to fill out the form. We get told that by filling out the form, they then must take parent loans or they must take loans uh, to be part of the student's education. And that is, that is incorrect. When you, when you help fill out the FAFSA, when you're the parent and you put your information on the FAFSA, you are not obligated to any loan whatsoever. Uh, but that's a common misconception. And then, as you pointed out, sometimes people may be like in the middle income groups or the slightly higher income groups. They just feel that there's not going to be any aid. And as we talked about, maybe uh, the Pell Grant in particular or the 21st Century Scholar Grant, um, that, that's pretty easy to know. And you can tell pretty quickly if, if you're going to be eligible or not. So that might be the case. But when you get into all these other types of aid, which are much more difficult to predict, um, that's where people just walk away and they leave dollars on the table. And so what we try to do is make every group feel comfortable and know that they're going to get the expert help. People also feel that they're the only one with a question. They feel they're the only one that has a particular question. And it's not the case. So many families have the same questions and are, are nervous. And what we try to do is alleviate that. Okay. And then as far as the uh, deadline uh, to fill out the Indiana FAFSA, when is that? So the state deadline is April 15, but there's many deadlines. So the state deadline is April 15, and once we get into the early part of next year, we will really, really push uh, to make sure that nobody misses that deadline. But often the school deadline is much earlier. And so there will be, we'll get calls from families saying, hey, the school I'm looking at wants it by November 1st. Hey, the school I'm looking at wants it by December 1st or January 1st. So what we tell families is make sure you meet all deadlines. So the state deadline is April 15. It's a very important deadline, uh, but sometimes there's deadlines before that, and so we deal with first things first. All right, and then uh, toward that end and filling out FAFSA and getting help, a great way to do it is College Goal Sunday. And, uh, Bill, you are, of course, the uh, co-chair and uh, kind of point man on it. And uh, what can you tell us about uh, College Goal Sunday as far as uh, date and things of that nature? Well, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk about this. Uh, it, it's such an important event, and it's been going on for over 30 years. We're in our 34th year. Um, it, it's just an amazing event where people from the colleges across the state all gather in a particular location. We have 39 locations this go-round, and they gather at convenient locations all across Indiana, and they make themselves av available for completely free expert help uh, for any family wanting to file the FAFSA. And so from 2 to 4 p.m. local time at these 39 sites across the state, the experts, the best of the best, will be at these sites, and a family just walks in, they bring their uh, tax information, they come in, they sit down at a computer, and the experts will make sure that that FAFSA gets filed before they leave 
And this is just such an important event, and it's been going on all these decades, and it's just helped so many people, and we just hope people uh, come on out because it, it can really um, take some uh, stress off the process for a lot of families. And, of course, uh, is the I like to say the favorite part, it's free. <laughs> completely free. Everybody is welcome. It's completely free. The people are super friendly. And, again, just like at uh, the other things we were talking about earlier, people kind of walk in, they're a little nervous, they don't know what to expect, and they'll just be greeted by friendly uh, FAFSA experts uh, from the Indiana Student Financial Aid Association, ISPA, and they'll be led back to the computer lab, they'll get on the computer and off and go. And uh, the thing we hear most at the end is families say, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. So it makes us feel good, and it's something we like to do. And, of course, as you mentioned, uh, 40 locations around the state and in uh, southeastern Indiana. I'd say the uh, the closest to uh, folks in uh, the uh, Ripley, uh, Decatur, Franklin, in uh, Dearborn County area. Lawrenceburg at the Ivy Tech uh, Community College, the uh, Walnut Street campus. That's the uh, Riverfront campus. So, again, that will be uh, uh, College Girls Sunday. That will be November 6th from 2 until 4 p.m. And, again, uh, the uh, probably the closest location in our listening area is the uh, Ivy Tech uh, Walnut Street Campus in Lawrenceburg. And uh, anything else, uh, Bill Wozniak, before uh, we uh, let you get back to it? Yes. Um, CollegeGoalSunday.org is a great resource there to see any information on that particular site. Um, but it also says, you know, the things that people – um, can bring uh, just to help the process. And the other thing is we give away five $1,000 scholarships every event. Uh, we just pick out of a digital hat uh, to do that. And so uh, you might, uh, you'll get the FAFSA filed, and then you might win a $1,000 scholarship as well. We throw that in uh, just for fun. Um, but collegegoalsunday.org would be a place to get that information. And it's friendly help, and we just want anybody uh, who, who, who believes they need help uh, to please come on out. All right, so that is collegegoalsunday.org. And then uh, once again, uh, Bill, um, how can uh, folks get a hold of you and uh, your colleagues at Invested? Just give a quick call to 317-715-9007. Just leave a quick message, and either somebody will answer or leave a message, and we will get back to you very quickly. All right, well, Bill Wozniak with InvestEd, and uh, another extent, also uh, College Goals Sunday as the uh, co-chair and uh, PR man for that. We appreciate your time this morning. Stay well, and uh, we will hopefully uh, talk to you again in the future. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it very much.